Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And it wasn't until I was walking up the stairs that I realised they were my shoes. <laughs> Can you believe that? How are you, Dan? All right? <laughs> Very well. Um, how are you today, James? Oh, I'm absolutely fine. How are you, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. The sun is shining. It's Friday. I'm already <laughs> decided I'm not going to do much work today. <laughs> Okay. I think you, decided, you probably decided that yesterday or the day before. It wasn't a conscious decision, it just flooded through me, really. It's more of a feeling. <laughs> more of an instinct, I think. Uh, but yeah, I'm okay, man. I'm okay. So, um, welcome everyone to Compact Dicks. For those of you who aren't familiar with this format, Compact Dicks with the, the spin off to uh, Desert Island Dicks. And uh, this is where you, the listener, get to have your sub- your say, your submissions read out of who and what you think is a dick. And uh, we're happy to facilitate their entry into the podcast sphere. And if you want to submit your own choices for compact dicks, send them to dickspod.com slash contact. There's a little contact box in there and you can send us who, what, when, where, whatever you like for the island. Yeah, yeah. It could be food, drink, song, film. It doesn't have to be people, but it can be people. So that's mm. fine. Or none of the above. Choose a book, you know, enlighten us. Yeah, you could actually go outside of the Desert Island Dicks format if you wish. That's that's fine. We're 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 loosey goosey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never a truer word said. Right, so Dan, usually we start this with um some of our own choices. I haven't got a choice this week, but I believe you do. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling pretty zen this week. I'm not, not that much has been annoying me, really, to be honest, which is rare. But this is something that pops up now and again, and it's just a very quick one. It's just people who design children's clothes that you can't stick in the tumble dryer. Oh, this is good. This is really good. Because, yeah. you know, most of it, you just want to get it done quickly. You're always putting on washes all the time. And just every now and again you forget and it's a nice top and then it shrinks and it's really annoying mm. and they can't wear it anymore or like you have to go through everything separate it out put it on the radiator yeah. you know it's winter now i can't be drying everything outside it doesn't work it will freeze it doesn't work and uh my son is forever going around with um pajama bottoms that are like midway up his calf <laughs> and like the bottom of his belly showing where i just stick all of his clothes in the tumble dry and the pajamas they're not going to wear that out and about it should just be the most versatile of materials yeah. to anyway yeah. h&m yeah. are a real culprit for this but they do do lovely children's clothes so you know just make it easy on us parents and stop any extra fucking around that I have to do. Just make it easier for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't want to be going through and checking the label on every item within a within a no. wash. That's very annoying. No. Right. Mm. That's our chests cleared. Mm. Is that what you say? Get it off your chest, but you don't say it the other way around. I don't know. Anyway, we've got that off our chests, is I suppose how I would say it. 
Let's hear it from you, the listener. I have one here from Stephanie. Mm. Stephanie says, um, and this is a good one, people who don't have microwaves. Ah, okay. Uh, okay, and I, I messaged you yesterday, Dan, to check if you had a microwave. Yeah, and then, I, and then you didn't... Look, I said, why, why do you ask? And then you never got back to me, and I just forgot, but now it all makes sense. Ah, uh, here we go. People who don't have microwave, first line, snobs. <laughs> <laughs> Second line, usually middle-class people who have no struggles in life, so they need to find ways to make their life more challenging, i.e. cooking in an agar. <laughs> Furthermore, microwaves are very energy efficient. Ovens use the most energy in the kitchen. People who don't use microwaves are in the same group as people who have log burners, which are very bad for your health and the environment. Mm. Mm. Well, I can tell you, James, I have a microwave, but my mother does not have a microwave, and she also has an Argo. <laughs> and let me tell you, it is a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, if you just, what does she do? If she just wants to warm something up quickly, like last night's dinner, she wants to eat it, you what have to like, do you do? put it in the oven or in a pan depending but it's really annoying when I'm staying there with my kids and have to let's say my youngest wakes up in the night and wants a bottle and I have to go downstairs get the milk out measure it out put it in a saucepan put it on top of the hob oh man it's so oh. annoying when you're just it's like the, me- the massive metal lid has it got one of those yeah yeah it's so irritating and for years she didn't have a microwave she's like oh I don't trust them it just seems weird I don't trust the technology and the only other person I knew he didn't have a microwave. Was my best mate, and his dad was like, he like he's like a genius engineer. He used to like design nuclear submarines or something. He's like high end, and he didn't have one because he was a bit wary of them. And so my mum was like, ha ha, he doesn't have one either, and he knows about this stuff. And then he just got one and went, yeah, it's fine. But my mum still wouldn't get one. Like, Fucking get a microwave. <laughs> I'm not using it all the time. It's just. It's just so convenient that you eat some dinner last night, next day lunchtime, you want to warm something up. Obviously, what are you going to do? Two yeah. minutes in the microwave, I'm, give it a little I'm mainly about... reheating rather than cooking with it, but I mean... That's you know, true. Yeah, same, same. Fucking, you need them, they're useful. So, like, pre-microwave, I, I imagine that's why, like, meals like Bubble and Squeak came around, because someone's like, we've got all this food left and we've got no way to warm it up, so you just chuck it in a pan and cook it, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I like I like using leftovers a lot, but yeah, some things are just easier with a microwave. And that's that. It's 2023, people. Get a microwave. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy my mum a microwave, because I'm a grown-up now. I could do that, couldn't I? You could. Treat yeah. her, yeah, and yeah. get her a freezer full of meals. That yeah, she she'll can hate it. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you very much for that, Stephanie. Dan, have you got one there? Yes, I have. Uh, this one is from Tim. This one, uh, I like this a lot. Hang on. Uh, it says, hi, Dick Masters. I'd like to nominate the head of my company. The pay here has always been quite low compared to other similar organisations. But recently, the boss sent round an email inviting us to a seminar by a financial expert to teach us how to manage our finances better. You know what would help my finances? Having a salary that matched inflation so I wasn't taking a real terms pay cut. Really annoys me when someone on a huge pay packet tries to show they understand our situation by doing something like this when it has very little actual use and when they could easily sort the problem themselves by addressing the real issue. Oh, that's good. Timely as well, hey? Cost of living and everything. Um, yeah. I mean, 
<sighs> this person sounds like a proper dick. It's so true of people in positions of power within companies that they're so out of touch with what's going on in people's lives. Mm. It's like, you don't need more money, you just need to be able to manage your money better. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, interesting. Why don't we take some of your money away and see how you get on, dickhead? Yeah, and it's just, I think it also sort of ties into so much of what's happening in the world. You know, it's like energy prices are insane. So here's a little bit of money off your bills, which would help. But also energy companies are posting bigger profits than they have ever had. So maybe you're looking in the wrong place, you fucking dicks. <laughs> it's true. And it, it's, it's just so mad that we, I mean, not to go on a huge tangent, that, that people are struggling and they're making massive profits. And they're like, they've made loads of profit this year. And you're like, well, yeah, because they're fucking fleecing us. Can we just stop doing that? And then everyone would probably be all right. Yeah. And I think... Mm. Um, I read a thing yesterday about Nadim Zadawi about mm. how he's like been investigated for tax evasion, but then he's sort of talking about going after people avoiding tax, and it's like, yeah, you should be fired by now. Like what? The, like yeah, but nothing's going to happen. Thing. So I just thought it felt indicative of the larger situation uh, mm. in the country as a whole. So I like that. So thank you very much for that, Tim. It's at this junction in the podcast where we turn to. John Deacon, my dad. Oh, let's has turn. Some, yeah, let's turn to him. John, uh, have you got some... I'm not going to do it as if I'm actually talking because <laughs> he's not here. But um, damn, what my dad likes to do, just to tee this up, if you've never listened to this before, is um, we've got an extensive back catalogue of interesting episodes in the podcast, of the podcast, and uh, my dad likes to point you in the direction of some interesting episodes. So let him do exactly that. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Great episode this week, Dan, with author and comedian C.K. McDonnell. Now, this week, I'd like to recommend somebody that I heard on the radio last week, and it's a previous contributor to the pod, a guy called Asa Bennett. Now, Asa Bennett was Liz Truss's scriptwriter. Poor fella. I went back to his episode and had a quick listen, and um, it's a good one. He chose as his animal the honey badger, which is cited as um, uh, by Trump supporters as being um, his animal, if you like, because uh, honey badger don't give a shit. Ata also mentioned the fact that um, honey badger is an animal that rips off larger prey's genitals until they bleed to death. Probably a bit like Donald Trump as well. But this week I'd also like to recommend, from the back catalogue, some episodes that we put out, and they are Desert Island Dick's Top of the Cocks. We put out three episodes in February and March 2021 and they put together a delightful smorgasbord of snippets of episodes. You've got some good names in there. We've got John Holmes, whose story about when he met Arnie Schwarzenegger. We've got Alison Spittle's calamari story where she said that calamari was likened to uh, pig's anus also we've got sophie hargan's episode now sophie was cited as the reason why the film i feel pretty was a disaster at the box office she put out a tweet about it which got six million retweets and she was also mentioned on cnn uh, in the new york times and she's also mentioned on bill mayer's talk show so uh, that's a great episode as well, and uh, there's some really funny, funny stuff on there. So, so my recommendations are Asa Bennett's episode, 
hope he gets a job soon, bless him. And uh, also um, the episodes of um, Desert Island Dick's Top of the Cocks. So cheers then. Bye. Thank you, John. That was wonderful. And uh, not only do I just find it soothing listening to his voice, which I genuinely do, uh, I think... And I, he remembers episodes that I'd forgotten all about as well, so it's really, it really is good. And I, I urge you to to listen to his recommendations because, uh, yeah, they're great. I mean, we've done five years worth of this podcast now, so there's there's a lot in there. Such an interesting one that Asa Bennett, who we had on the podcast, Dad's first suggestion was Liz Truss's scriptwriter. It's mad, isn't it? It's absolutely mad, and I wonder. I I haven't gone back to listen to the episode. Obviously, Dad has, but I feel like going back just to listen, just to see if I can pick out any of the traits within within his comments or his speech that yeah. she of the way that she used to talk. He must have been annoyed. Was like, I've written you this speech, and there, there you are bumbling along with these massive pauses when anyone asks you a question. <laughs> oh, I think maybe maybe we should get him back on. Maybe yeah. we should get him back on now. Post Liz Trust Sp- uh, spill the beans. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, well, thank you very much, John Deacon. Yeah, thank you, John. Okay, should we have another one from the listeners now? Okay, uh, Dan, I've got one here, and this one comes in from. Um, Pam, this is from Pam, and she said, food, anything smoked. This does not include traditional smoked fish. That bit's in capital letters. Okay, so smoked salmon, smoked mackerel, they're all okay. Smoked haddock, that's all right. But I'm talking about the newer fad of smoking things so they they taste like they've been in a house fire. I recently ate a smoked brownie in a pub. On reflection, I think they probably burnt the brownies and decided to market them <laughs> as oak-smoked brownies. <laughs> like a failed food challenge on The Apprentice. Would, however, be very easy to produce on the island. Yeah. Yeah, smoked brownie seems like you're just reaching for... It's just unnecessary. Like, it's sort of... Like, the bra- brownies are great. You don't need more. Just settle yeah, I, down. Just a lovely, delicious, sweet sugary brownie with chocolate you know this is great i mean if they genuinely thought do you know what this brownie needs is a smoky flavor Mm. why don't we put smoke all over it before we put it out there they've made a real mistake uh if they have made an actual mistake and burnt the brownies and then marketed them as smoked brownies it's actually quite clever yeah then i think fair (laughs) enough hats off (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, okay, I, I, I can get behind this. Unnecessarily smoked food, sure. Yeah, I was thinking earlier, weirdly, of uh, like, I remember, do you remember Heston Blumenthal ages ago did like a cooking? It was like how to cook with Heston, but everything was just ridiculous because you go, here's how to make the perfect roast chicken, and it took like three days of preparation. You think <laughs> roast chicken's really nice anyway, and it <laughs> takes about an hour, it's quite easy, and without, without doing anything to it, it's really nice. So, I'm not going to take three days over it, you fucking idiot. (laughs) And I think he did a chilli where, like, he had a chilli in a bowl and then that was in a different bowl full of wood chips. And as you serve it, you, like, set fire to all the wood chips around it. And it's like, yeah, that would be good, Heston, but have you met a real person before? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be really good, Heston, but have you ever put sour cream and jalapenos on a regular chilli? Yeah, like, Perfect. (laughs) It's done. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah. i can get by on this right you smoke food thank yeah. you very much for that pan dan have you got one this one comes from laura and she says p 
people who send you photos of their baby wearing your gift. Okay. 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 I have a friend who always sends photos of her baby wearing or using any gift I've given her. On the surface, it seems very thoughtful and appreciative. However, I recently gave her a large box full of old baby clothes and she's been sending me a photo every time the baby wears a hand-me-down. I don't even recognise the clothes. If she's doing this for me, I presume she's doing this for anyone who's ever given her a gift. When you have a baby, a high percentage of your baby's clothes and toys are presents. Who has the energy and memory of who gifted what to keep this up? When is enough enough? Wow. Okay. I, I'm here. I'm with that. I, I understand. Yeah. I'm happy. I feel good that I've passed this thing on to you. Mm. Um, and I appreciate that you appreciate it. One picture or just a quick thank you text is enough. Okay. Wow. Well, this, is, this has been good. This is great. This is compact. This, this is, is compact. It's ideal. We've got through some great choices. You gave some choices of your own. The listeners came through with some fantastic choices. And if they want to send us some more, it's dickspod.com slash contact. Or you can get us on some social media and it's at dicks pod on instagram or twitter if you find that easier drop us a quick message um and we can read them from there yeah do it and next week we'll be back with another desert island dicks full episode this week coming up we've got the guys from Jackmates happy hour podcast all three of them it's a doozy so uh, nice. that's going to come on tuesday as we're recording this and uh yeah enjoy we've got some really good people coming up actually so oh yeah exciting oh damn nice tease at the end there thank you thank you okay well this has been a pleasure but uh i've run out of enthusiasm so (laughs) see you later bye bye